0: Thank you so much for listening. You caught me after my breathing workout. Definitely, as we go deeper, I want to share a little more with you. I'm learning how to do it, so um, that'll be something to look forward to. If you're interested, I um, was able to find space on the yoga mat that my husband bought in support of my spiritual health. I, I could not ask for a better support system. And uh, I've been thinking a lot and observing observing what i know and observing partner that I had the fortune of having in my life who I've actually heard is growing significantly and is having good relationships. One piece of wisdom that she gave me and it always stuck with me is the lost art of email, email being a lost form of art, and that helped me to appreciate the long-form writing. Again, helped me to gain that appreciation back. And so... I'm proud to say that in life, there are people you come across and they teach you something whether they know it or not. And This is something to take with you because it is very difficult sometimes to find closure with that, that the the detachment of permanence, not relying on permanence as a stabilizer in life, not relying that life is just going to keep people right where you want them, right there, but to know that nobody owns anybody and to understand that we all have choices and this really made me think about choices because what I found myself doing and growing in uh, exercise and spirituality is when I would get into relationships in the past, um, I had to learn based on those relationships my own toxic, my own toxic behaviors. I also had to learn that everybody needs a space to vent. And the reason I think we don't want to see our own toxic behaviors is because we think that our path is the right path. And that is not at all what life is. Because not only do we not own each other, we do not own life. And so what one thing might do to help you, like you could be a person who has a lot of psychological methods in your life, that could definitely work for you and you want to get with people around you that have those same interests. And so, it goes with anything. And if you feel that you can have a good bond with someone and maybe you've been together a long time and you might want to have kind of interests that you're familiar with, um, things that are... You've grown up with that you're familiar with that you've learned to find gratitude in their comfort.
1: Um, and maybe other people have grown up a little differently and have
0: other comforts that they find gratitude in. That is also acceptable because this is really about acceptance, it's really about. This is really about flow and what works. What works for the person, not what works for you, not what works for me. Not the right way, but what works for the person. For some, it might be that they find solitude in going to a warm and welcoming church. And they might feel that they have family there. They they might feel like that that church is their family, and that they can go there, and that they can find discipline in starting that as a routine or
1: having that as a, maintaining that as a routine. It could help get them addicted to
0: something good rather than um, an addiction that's bad for their health. It could spark them in creativity, and they could become a preacher. But it's all up to them, and it's their choice to do that. And if that's what's healthy for them, it works. You could decide that meditation and breathing work. You could s- decide to sit for hours silently if you have that kind of discipline. Um, be able to contemplate during that time, think nothing during that time, and have that set up in your life that you've deliberately been able to set up by your own control, by the way, nobody else's, nobody else's, and been able to set up in such a way. You can then maintain a discipline with that. And that works. Others might find a discipline in being surrounded and kind of having a very extroverted atmosphere
1: and the challenge is being able to find introverted space
0: so that in and of itself is a challenge to find the time and then when you've set up your life by your own control Willingly or unwillingly, um, then that can work. When I say unwillingly, I mean that I had no idea I was going to get into breathing and yoga and meditation. And so that works for me. And so it almost feels unwillingly because it just sort of happened. It feels effortless, effortlessly, you know. I made the decision to have a family. I made the decision to live where I live. That was willingly. What ended up happening is that interest got so strong that it somehow accidentally is a better word than unwillingly became integrated into my life. Um, going back to the email is a lost art. Finding acceptance for someone else's happiness. Finding acceptance of someone else's happiness is not really that hard. It's actually not as difficult as we make it because oftentimes when we end relationships,
1: our goal is to turn life into a winning game. Who can win life better now?
0: Because now that you're not with me, you have to be against me. Whereas, That doesn't necessarily have to be the case. It could just mean that what works for you in life or what works for me in life may not work for the other. And finding acceptance in this is to say that I lost, and in losing, I learned. Maybe in your relationship you lost and in losing you learned. And you know that you're truly happy for someone when it feels good to find something about
1: them that you like regardless of whether they're with you or have given you instant gratification
0: or regardless of whether or not you'll ever talk to them again or any of that. But to find something actually good that you can say about them. To write something kind off of your chest for a change about them, towards them is very much, is very healthy and will make you feel better when doing it you have no way of knowing how it will make them feel and that's okay this will make you feel better that you could see something good in them that you were right about
1: something about them initially when you met them that
0: and then at the same time as right as you might have been with one thing, and with people and environments
1: and things like that, you could have found that on the other side you were extremely wrong.
0: And it takes quite a bit of time and processing to be able to admit that, hey, I did this wrong. However, I was right about this good quality of you and I want to feed that energy by pointing it out and by remembering something good in the relationship or something good about the person. If, if uh, you need space to vent to others, that's a form of process.
1: If you need to post something like a Facebook post or a podcast episode, venting how terrible the relationship was and what somebody did to you,
0: It's a form of process that you have to do until you continue learning your way through relationships. Learning learning what a good person you actually are. Learning the qualities that other people notice about you that you don't even notice about yourself. Learning what other people may have taught me, for instance, about my own toxic behaviors that I have had to grow from because of that person being in my life, because of that person being In anyone's
1: life, if you've ever had a relationship that didn't work, there is a gratitude that that person taught you something
0: about yourself that you needed to learn and improve and work on. Especially when it comes to learning about yourself when nobody is telling you you have to. Nobody is telling you that it's important to learn about yourself. Nobody's telling you to, that you need to go and do any form of discipline. Nobody's telling you to be consistent with your creative, hobby or art form. It's a choice you make every day to listen to influences or to listen to yourself and what you want. And it's hard to admit and sometimes we don't like Especially at first when growing, we don't like this at all, but you are in control. And the one thing that I've learned is that control control is something that you choose to, to give away or something that you choose to allow for influence instead. And maybe for you it's not spirituality or religion or even a psychological relationship structure or art form or anything. Maybe it's just what you're consuming And you're happy with who you are. You're happy eating the way that you eat. You're happy with your sleep. You might be a very consistent sleeper. And there is nobody, not even your closest person in your life, who has the right to tell you otherwise. So in finding, in knowing how much acceptance you can find,
1: is truly being happy for someone who doesn't owe you anything
0: and who is no longer in your everyday life. It doesn't mean that the person has to know. It just means that you have to know that you're able to be positive to yourself and to others around you and that you're able to choose how you feel and what you think. You have the control to keep you can give some away for influence if you find that there's a good influence in your life, a good relationship that's influential. There is a form of stability that's very easy to stay attached to in life that says that, you know, things will always stay the same, chess pieces will always stay in their place. But we have no idea in life where chess pieces or people or anybody, including yourself, we have no idea what you're going to invest in learning, where anybody, including yourself, is going to go. We have no idea. just being able to accept that is detaching from all senses of security and from permanence and then it will further your growth to learn whatever you want and you will find the space worry about what others are
1: doing and how healthy they are all the time, how they're spending their time, what they're doing.
0: You can shut down the notifications of anxiety that you used to get or the kind of the signals that you might get the worry signals. You can shut those down completely and make it all about you, which also includes when you start really
1: doing this, you can start to think of ways to be there for others. And if you've detached from permanence, then you can learn to strengthen your ability to be stable in their life because you want to, not because of the strain or attachment of permanence, not because you need them,
0: but because you want to be in their life and choose to be in their life every day. Because that is what it is about. Anybody can say that, oh and, and there's a lot of people that that find that they need to go and their family, they, 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 they don't like their, you know. They don't like their current situation, so they leave everybody and move on and that kind of thing. But it's because they thought that they, everybody needs one another. And people in our world go through this
1: every day. People in, especially in our country, in the, in the Western
0: society, and in, in the world. Because they think that there's this permanence, forceful permanence. And so when they keep all that ball up, that everybody needs everybody,
1: they will eventually, they don't want those strains, and and they've never really taken control of their emotions or health or learnings, you know,
0: and so they explode, they turn their life upside down, you know, it gets really messy. But if you can just support the other person for doing the things that Work for them even if they don't work for you. As long as, you know, nobody's harming anybody. You can't just turn the other cheek either. But you support the other people in your life anyway when you love people, when you love your family, when you are there with others. Not because you need them, but because you care about them. And you've been able to open up to see ways that they care about you and ways also that they may have grown up differently than you. If uh, your parent or in-law is very, they might yell about something or they might not know, they might not talk to you or communicate the way that maybe your mother does or the way that it feels familiar to you because their parents were harsh towards them. And this could be your parent, your mother, your father, anybody, your in-laws, your grandparents. And it is all because, it is only because their influences, their parents, their environment was extremely harsh. We have to have empathy and we have to have compassion for our previous generations instead of blaming. Um, and I'll definitely do an episode with um, some sources. I found a really cool source. Um, probably soon, actually. But. We can't, if we don't want to be shamed as, you know, millennials or
1: open-minded kind of people, if we don't want to be shamed, is it really fair to shame older generations? And I'm not sitting up on a pedestal. I do this every day. I do this all the fucking time. I shame everybody who was in an older generation, you know? It was a mean generation.
0: Um in some ways, but in other ways, yes, it had its discipline. I can hear your wheels turning. Yes, they had it, their discipline. <laughs> but they didn't have acceptance because they were not given acceptance by others.
1: And so that is not something, you know, by doing these kind of these healthy Putting some health in your life, whether it is um, spirituality, church, whatever you want, whatever choice you make, by by doing something for yourself, over time you learn this. It's not something you're going to learn
0: today, but if you do something in the next couple of years, you'll learn that to truly know that you're happy with your life as it is, your relationship as it's become, your choices that you make, you won't need to vent. You might need to find some other patterns of
1: expression because our generation in our childhood taught us a little bit dramatically and because they were doing their best to try to get out of the mean generation. And those who were mean to people, they were trying to get out of it, so they went maybe real soft and let's express our feelings, and maybe
0: some of us took that to heart a little bit. At the same time, though, what is cool about that is you can, if you find that it is too dramatic, if you have, if you're blessed enough to have. accountability within that in any form and you find that in yourself maybe you find some conviction Um, maybe somebody says something that makes you
1: think you know and you're blessed enough to have that um, kind of accountability which is not really easy to get Um, and you're trying to figure out things and you're trying your best every day and it's difficult not easy
0: to have this kind of accountability, but when you realize eventually how your expressions might influence others, it's really hard to speak eloquently about this, it's really hard to articulate in words how this works, but you can change your patterns of expression so that are healthy patterns So if you need to for yourself take out a journal Write a closing letter about a previous friend, or relationship <clears throat> that you had
1: in your life that you are having a hard time in the past getting over or you can't stop
0: talking about them, posting about them. Nobody needs to see it. It's none of anybody's business. But take out a journal and write as much as you need to about it. But find, challenge yourself and find Maybe the things that you learned from it. The reason that you may have wanted it or the reason that they may have wanted it. And then you do this, you can you can find that. There will be things that you might remember that you like. And once you remember something that you actually like, you can remember that you really don't wish harm on this person or, or anyone in your past, that you really are a loving person, that you really do take the loving path, that you've opened your heart way too much to everybody because you love. Whether anybody knows it or not, it's because you love. And because you love, you've experienced these relationships. And you are able to remember even the time where you didn't think you would get in a relationship, but you were just friends. And where you smiled whenever maybe something good happened to them. It's for you. It's not for them. They don't know. It's for you. To find closure so that you don't have to keep thinking about the past and being tortured anymore. So that you can find your own comfort within the choices you've
1: made. And you don't have to be on this panicky loop of what what the fuck was I thinking? And why did I let people do this to me?
0: You, you won't have to think that anymore once you remember smiling for them. And if you don't want to put up
1: with anything, and, you know, maybe it's not something, like I said, turning the other cheek is never
0: going to work. If people are not lining with the same interest, it does not even have to mean that you're bad or that they're bad. It simply means that everybody is on a different path or taking their own path in one way, shape, or form. And so, be proud of the honesty that you've posted and what you've needed to say. But now, Find peace within yourself by getting the energy from when you remember them being happy or something that you liked about them. They will never have to know. It's not for them to feel, it's for you to feel. If it's not in the form of a journal, it might be listening to a deep song that you align with. It might be simply just thinking for a while, anything. But it is for you to radiate your beauty and the love that you forgot you had and the loving person that you forget that you are. So as I end this, I really hope that this helps you. No shame, no blame, just growth. Keep growing. Let's continue to learn on whatever path we choose. Thank you for listening and staying connected.